The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And I love those kids. You can tell. <laughs> I really do. Uh, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, too. The Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Thursday morning. I want to let you know that tomorrow, Lord willing, we're going to have Carrie Rivera back on the show. You guys who are interested in chlorine dioxide, information on chlorine dioxide, not recommendations, not medical advice, information on chlorine dioxide, okay? And maybe you have questions. We don't have the phone lines, but you can... Drop them in the chat. You want to be here tomorrow when Carrie's on uh, because Carrie has been uh, dealing with that for some time. And then Saturday, Lord willing, we're going to have Kate Shimarani and Dr. Carrie Madej uh, follow that up. So it should be a good time of information. And uh, we're going to deal with some of that information today 
with uh, not, not chlorine dioxide, but some of the things that's going on uh, concerning Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Before we do that, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you can head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page, and you will see that we are live on the right side of the page, second video down. Just click onto that. You can enlarge it. You can see the faces made for radio. And then if you click it again, you can join us in the uh, chat. We've got a lot of friends in there this morning. Appreciate you guys' support every morning. It's good to see all of you. Uh, boy, I could go through. I used to go through the names, and then there became so many so many names, I just I couldn't keep up with everybody. Uh, but it's great to see you guys in there in the chat. And uh, appreciate your support so much. Right above where we're streaming live is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can click onto that and watch that. He's live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central on sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, right above that is where you can subscribe to our newsletter. Again, we don't rent your email, spam it, or sell it. And uh, you get one email from us a day, including the morning show archive and video format podcast and all of the links, videos, whatever I play for you. All that's in there. Um... So you'll you'll have that in one nice neat little package there, okay? Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know what happened. Can't, oh, you can't get it shipped to you in North Carolina. I'm sorry, I'm answering somebody in the chat there, uh, Janet. I don't know why that is a problem. It it really shouldn't be. Um, uh, the Amazon works great for me, and they get. I used to order it direct from the company down there kv labs i think it was in florida and so they had on amazon and it was actually cheaper Uh, so i just get it from them but i haven't had any problem so i I don't really know what to tell you but there shouldn't there shouldn't be an issue with getting it shipped sometimes they just get out of it they sell out of it so fast um so that may be something i'm not really sure anyway if you agree with our message and you would like to help support us, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can click onto that and make it a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link, again, is at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And then store. There's a store button there. Click onto that. We've got a lot of products, T-shirts, hats, coffee mugs, water bottles, books, DVDs, CDs, some are conversation starters, some are equipping tools, and I'm sure you'll find something there that you'll appreciate or something you can give away as a gift. I mean, uh, you know, people celebrate birthdays and all kinds of other special days, or maybe there isn't even a special celebration. You just want to do something nice for somebody, pick up something out of the store and give it to them, and you'll be glad you did. Now, with that said, on Tuesday, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny gave a testimony before the Ohio uh, health, let me get it correct, Ohio House Health Committee. Now, this is what's amazing to me. I don't know where we gave any authority to government to be involved in health in the first place. This is what's amazing to me. And I don't know if the Ohio Constitution does that or not. And if it does, that's probably something Ohio needs to correct. Kind of like we need to correct it in the South and get away from the imposition of the North upon the South to have public education. Okay, We need to eliminate that crap out of our, our constitutions because the government has no business in education and it has no business in health care. It has no business in investing. It doesn't invest. It steals your money and then it, it gives it to somebody else. Okay, So it's not investing. It's theft. 
And government has basically one job. Read Romans 13. That is to punish the wicked and to exalt those who are obeying law. And we're talking about God's law. We're not talking about all kinds of goofy stuff that man comes up with that's very subjective. We're talking about they're to exalt those who are lawful. And they're to punish the wicked. That's the one thing they can't seem to do to save their life. But they'll put their hands in everything else. Okay? So you guys are familiar with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. We've had her on the show. And, uh, of course, many of you guys have watched a variety of videos. We've put out articles with some of her videos on them. From telling about the shot, wait you know, three to six months, let's see what happens after that as far as the results. And she's convinced, as is Dr. Lee Merritt and several other people, that we're really going to see a problem when we come into the fall. And uh, I, I guess we're going to see. I guess we're going to see. And that's based on their own study on the issue. So she was testifying before this Ohio House Health Committee. And I wanted to get the full video. So I don't have the full video. I looked for it, and all there was was clips in the Mockingbird media who distorted what she said, didn't give the full context of what she said. And I'm going to show you that in just a minute. Didn't include all her words of what she said about what she said. (laughs) And then said she falsely claimed something. Okay? So I I, want to take you through some of that from what we have. And if you're looking for these video clips, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, go to sonslibertymedia.com. They're over there. You won't have to scroll down far. Or if you've got the desktop version, you see it right there in the top where there's a slider. And the image is there. You can click onto that, and you you can see these for yourself. Okay? And you can click on the links of everything that I've got. So here's what she did. She stated... That the claims regarding magnetism, remember that? People sticking stuff all over their body. And yeah, I look, I get it. Some people are taking coins and putting on that. I mean, they're not magnetic, okay? So I don't know how that's working. I don't know if that's a hoax or whatever. And I don't doubt that when these people see what people are doing and what how it's affecting them, they come right in and they have their own thing to sort of try to discredit it, okay? I've seen stuff like that before, too. But she was speaking about this magnetism. She was also speaking about the 5G towers and this possible linking up with whatever is in the injection, um, linking people up into a virtual network. Uh, and we're gonna, I'm going to show you what Catherine Austin Fitz has to say about that in just a moment. But it's a theory. And she said it was. She said it is, I, I referred to them as thoughts of what's going on when we're trying to hash out why is this happening to people. So there's an hypothesis there. There's a theory that's laid out. Okay? And that's what she said. And I'm going to play that for you in a minute. But the news from the Washington Post, the CIA-tied Washington Post, to, I don't know, some of these other cats who are out there, MSN and other people who picked up the story from there, all said that she falsely claimed something. I'm telling you right now, Dr. Tenpenny, it looks to me, it, look, it looks clear-cut to me, that you have a defamation case right here because they didn't even include her words. And I'm going I'm to play that for you in just a second. WKBD, excuse me, WKBN reported this. 
Dr. Sherry Tenpenny testified in favor of House Bill 248, which would keep a business or government from requiring vaccinations. Yeah, it's none of their business. Again, you are not in business to require a vaccination of people, especially an experimental one. In fact, if you do so, I mean, aren't you engaged? Aren't you engaged in the very thing that we talk about with the Nuremberg Code? Aren't you in violation of that by doing it? They reported during your testimony, Tenpenny stated, I'm sure, now I want you to pay attention to the words because when I play the video, you're going to notice they left out something. I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the internet of people who have had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead, it sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them and they can stick because now we think that there's a middle piece of that. So it's a thought that she's presenting here. She didn't say I have proof of it. In fact, she goes on to say, These things are unproven, but they don't put that in the news article. It is in the video, though, okay? Then it says, or she said, there's been people who have long suspected that there's been some sort of an interface, yet-to-be-defined interface, between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Okay? Now, let me play this for you. And I want you, this is from NBC News. It's only about a minute or so. And what I want to do is I want you to pay attention to what she says, how she um, qualifies the statements that she's making. She's not saying there's, there's proof this does that. She's, in fact, she specifically says it's unproven. And when she correct, I think she corrects the lady here who's asking the question. She said, I presented it as thoughts trying to, again, hypothesize what's going on in this situation. Again, this is uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny from her testimony before the Ohio Health Committee. And some of the information that I think had been discussed on your podcast related to EMF frequencies, that was a thought. And, and it was you, a, because now, right now that? we're all kind of um, hypothesizing. I mean, what is it that's actually being... Okay, let me stop you here. Uh, And those of you watching, you see what's on the screen. Now, this is from the Ohio um, NBC News, okay? It says, Ohio doctor falsely claims COVID vaccines are magnetized. Now, what did she just say? Let's back it up here just a second. What did she just say? She did not say it's proven. She did not say that we have documentation on it. She said these are thoughts as we hypothesize. Now, listen. And, and it was you, I mean, because now, because right now that? we're all kind of um, hypothesizing. I mean, what is it that's actually being transmitted that's causing all of these things? Is it a combination of the protein, which now we're finding has a metal attached to it? I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the internet of people who've had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead, it sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them and they can stick. Because now we think that there's a metal piece to that. There's been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface, yet to be defined, an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Not proven yet, but we're trying to figure out what is it that's being transmitted to these unvaccinated people that are causing health problems. Okay, so you, you heard what she just said. She said, not proven yet. We're just hypothesizing what's going on. We're trying to find out why is this phenomenon happening? Okay? Why is it taking place? So it's interesting. 
right on the front, NBC, right? And I'll bet you NewsGuard isn't giving them a red badge over this, are they? Nowhere in here did Dr. Tenpenny say, we have documentation of this, we've done studies on this. She said, we're hypothesizing to find out what the phenomenon is and why it's happening. Okay? And yet they have the gall to sit there and do it. And it's kind of funny, there's a, there's a lady over here, when she was talking about the forks and spoons, I don't know if this lady has been on the internet or not, because <laughs> she kind of looked at her like, uh, she was surprised. What? Spoons and forks and stuff are sticking to people? What? Um, and of course this lady back here is just playing on her phone. Um, but you can see some of the reactions, some of the people, this, this young man right here, he just looks like he's ready to go to sleep. And some are very attentive to what's being said there who are, who are gathered here to, for the hearing. But that's what I want you to pay attention to. Now there's just a couple of seconds left here of Dr. Tenpenny. I'll finish that out. Problems. Okay. Well, maybe there's not that they're, they're advertising, uh, NBC. <laughs> All right. So, um, so that's her. So, then what we get is, we get, now that was NBC. This is the Washington Post. CIA tied, Jeff Bezos, Washington Post. A doctor falsely told lawmakers vaccines magnetize people. They can put a key on their forehead and it sticks. She didn't tell them, she didn't say that. Oh, she said, I mean, she said the quote here, she didn't say this is what's doing it. She theorized it was what was doing it. That's a huge difference in making a statement saying vaccines are doing this and saying we think there's probably a tie between these two things. Wasn't going on before. Now all of a sudden we have people who've been vaccinated who have this magnetism. Okay? And they use the same clip. But when you go down through here, they never put in here, it's unproven. That you, you don't see the word unproven, which she said very clearly in there. Okay? And they didn't use the, the issue of, which they used think here because that was part of her statement, but they didn't use the issue of what she started out with saying these were thoughts that we had. In other words, they're hypothesis. They've made it out like Dr. Tenpenny has said, the vaccines are doing this and I have the proof of it. She hasn't done that. She merely theorized. And we get this guy, Tyler, and I'm going to use it off of uh, what I've got here. Look at, look at what he says. Here's a clip to demonstrate the cognitive dissonance here. Again, she spent the early part of her testimony dismissing COVID-19 concerns as living in fear, and they are. They are living in fear. Somewhere around 600,000 Americans have died from it. Well, Tyler, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> We're finding out from counties that there are huge percentages of people that are still labeled as COVID deaths that aren't. So either you're ignorant or you're a liar. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say you don't know. You just don't know. So he says, it raises a mega alarm at the untrue claim. He says it's the untrue. Now this guy is with the Ohio Capital Journal. It's the untrue claim of 5,000 vaccine deaths. Well, Tyler, let me, let me school you here a little bit, bruh. This is a report that we put out on May the 24th. Now, I'm going to tell you I'm finding some stuff a little strange, but this may, this may be due to the fact that not as many people as, as they're telling you are getting this injection. This may be part of the issue. 
This was May the 24th. This is two and a half weeks ago. CDC Vera's told, following COVID experimental injections at 4,647 deaths. More than 22 years of recorded vaccine deaths from theirs. Now, who am I going to believe when it comes to the nature of these injections and all of this? Am I going to believe a guy who has access to this, this guy from Ohio Journal, or am I going to believe a seasoned doctor who has spent countless hours and her team has spent countless hours in researching these things. Who, who am I going to believe? Well, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards that. Now, that's just not my report. Here's the CDC VAERS report as of today. Okay? And it's only through May the 24th when I put out that article. How many deaths? 4,863 reports of death among people who received COVID-19 vaccine. Now here, again, is what just amazes me. I'll bet the Washington Post, I'll bet Tyler Buchanan with Ohio Capital Journal run with these numbers when they talk about all the COVID deaths. In fact, he's doing it now, 600,000. They're running with the numbers knowing that people who are killed on motorcycle wrecks who died in car accidents, who had cancer and were in hospice and died of all kinds of other things, and they were dumped in with COVID. And don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because Dr. Burks, I've got her on video, stating that's exactly what they were doing. People who were dying were all dumped into COVID. She said it on national television. And she didn't say it once. She said it several times. So they want to take and dump all the numbers that push the agenda for you to get the jab, but they don't want to take the numbers when it comes to the result of that jab. More than 100,000 people in the U.S. in the past five months have gotten adverse effects in addition to the deaths. Okay? In addition to the deaths, there's the adverse effects. But they don't report that. The Washington Post, I, I don't think I've seen, I, I, from a mainstream outlet, a Mockingbird media outlet, I haven't seen a one of them report on the VAERS. CDC VAERS. I haven't seen a one of them. Have you? If you have, please send me um, a link to it. And I'm not talking about a local affiliate. I'm talking about the ones that go national or international, okay? I haven't seen any of them cover any of that. That should be a national story. It should be something that's followed every day as far as I'm concerned. That would be actual news, okay? So what else did they, what else did this guy attack Dr. Tenpenny on? Listen to this. Testimony going off the rails now. Tenpenny is claiming there is metal in the vaccine, that causes forks to stick to your forehead. She saw videos of it on the internet, you see. Also promoting the 5G cell phone network vaccine theory. This is the anti-vaccine expert witness. Um, yeah, you know what, Tyler? That's what you want to focus on, and all of those were hypothesis. But Tyler has nothing to say about the truth 
that I know she would have testified to that if I could see the whole entire testimony, she would have been back to the science of what they were doing with the spike proteins and what they were doing with the injections and how the mRNA injections didn't work at all last time they tried it in animals for coronavirus. All the animals died. But Tyler doesn't mention that to you, does he? Nope. He leaves out words and makes basically makes her say things that she didn't say. She used similar language, but she also qualified that language. And here's Tyler doing what he's doing. Here's another one. He says, Tenpenny began by saying she spent up to 10,000 hours researching vaccines since the pandemic began. There's only been around 11,000 total hours since the Ohio State emergency was declared, so that'd be 22 hours per day, just to give you a sense of her accuracy, Chops. Now, uh, did you see what Tyler just did? He equated the statement of uh, the Ohio State of Emergency, which is unconstitutional and unlawful, it's tyrannical, with the start of the pandemic, or the plandemic. Okay? So, when did all this happen? Well, let's take a look. Governor DeWine signed an emergency order regarding coronavirus response, March the 9th, 2020. Okay? March the 9th, 2020. So, you're well, within, you're well into 20, excuse me, 2020, two months in. Now, let me ask you something. When did the when did we start getting the reports of this coronavirus pandemic? Let's go to the Guardian. First COVID-19 case happened in November. This would be 2019, a full 4 months before where Tyler wants to attack Tenpenny. And I pointed that out to him in a tweet. Okay? I saw what he did. So that's another four hours. So maybe he might want to redo his math and also consider that when she says she spent up to these hours, that also includes, if he's paid any attention to any of the other interviews she's done, that also includes her staff. She would represent the staff there too that she has. And she's talked about the hours that they've spent in research and discussion and all of these kinds of things. It doesn't take long for those hours to add up. So, again, and I addressed his issue with VAERS with what I just told you there uh, in some of these things. And then WKBN wanted to try to debunk her claims, stating that the injections do not contain metals or microchips. Again, this was a theory that she had. That was all it was. They also claimed there's no evidence that 5G harms the immune system, which is absolute bunk because there are plenty of studies that we put out. In fact, one of them was up on the NIH website, and when we started reporting on it, within like a day or two, they pulled it and they go, oh, we didn't, I forget the, the lame excuse they put. It's like, okay, if you, didn't, if you didn't agree with it, if it wasn't genuine or whatever, why did you stick it up there? You're supposed to be the science, right? You're supposed to be the, the, the ministry of truth there, and you didn't do it. You pulled it. So they claimed that Tenpenny lied 100% of the time in her videos. Yeah, I, I'm not kidding you. Um, 
I, and I forgot to put the link in here to the story, but they went to a fact checker and said, Sherry Tenpenny has lied, not my words, 100% of the time in her videos. I mean, that's a pretty strong statement. I just let the people be the judge of what the truth is here. I can tell you that you can listen to this and you can tell they are manipulating what she has said. Okay? All right. So, again, they also, the reporter, or the report there, WKBN, took the side of the Ohio Department of Health's conference that allegedly dispels the quote-unquote myths about the shot. But just keep in mind, the Ohio Department of Health, along with the governor, have all engaged in tyrannical edicts. In other words, they have already demonstrated that they are lawless. They're not lawful, they're lawless. That right there should destroy any credibility they have to say about squat. Okay? They are a conflict of interest when speaking on the subject, and the government of Ohio, of Ohio has zero authority when it comes to science or people's health. They don't, they don't have any authority there. But Dr. Tenpenny does have an authority. She's a accredited medical doctor, speaker, lecturer. And unlike the Ohio Department of Health, she has not engaged in lawless behavior, but simply spoken the truth based on her research. And for that, the very ones doing the lying are pointing the finger at her, accusing her of what they are guilty of doing. In other words, they're just like their daddy. Their daddy, the devil. You know him? That's their daddy. And he's called the accuser of the brethren. That's what they're doing here. They're not being honest with what's going on. They're pushing the agenda. That's what they're doing. Now, I didn't bring this up, and I meant to do it. Um, let me see if I can pull this up real quick, because I think this is important. And then I want to move over to a couple other things that, that are tied to this. Um, yeah, this is the one. This is Dr. Jane Ruby. And some of you guys may have seen her. I've tried to see if we get reach. I've reached out to her, see if we could have her on the show, because she has sort of a theory about the magnetism issue, okay? And uh, she was on this guy, and I don't know who this guy is. Um, he's with Red Video Media, I think is what it is, uh, Stu Peters, okay? And um, the, the interview is a few minutes, but I, I'm going to kind of jump into it a little bit, and um, I want you to hear what she has to say regarding these things. So it'll be a little lengthy, but, um, you know, I don't know, seven or eight minutes. But I want you to hear what she has to say as well. Well, last week on Friday, we talked with Brittany Galvin, a vaccine okay, rare I'm disorder. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit this here. Social so media who were actually reluctant to associate shared emails about the other platform research experience. Why you're asking me? Else, that's really no. It's really your show contributor, and she joins us now, Dr. Ruby. This is horrific. Stuart, you hit the nail on the head. It's real. We know it's real. There's an entire science uh, in the literature about it. And we also know something else that's really tragic and horrific. It was intentionally added to these injections. Why, you're asking me? Because it is a more aggressive delivery 
mechanism to get it into every cell in your body. It's a process called magnetofection. And it's this, all this information is readily available. You can do the research yourself. You can look at the government's website, PubMed, to look at the peer-reviewed journal studies that have been published on this particular science. And what it is, Stu, is they are using magnetic fields through different chemicals to actually concentrate the RNA, the mRNA into people's cells. This is in alignment with everything we've been reporting for weeks now. We just know what and how is behind these magnetic phenomenon where people are having these, uh, these items are sticking to them. So what it is, is it's part of the lipid nanoparticle and it's just, it's a super delivery system. And there are, there are places in your body that, you know, other synthetic DNA or RNA should not be going. Uh, and yet these, this approach forces the material, the mRNA encoding to force your cells again to make over and over again these dangerous spike proteins all over your body. It's actually a forced gene delivery system. And I wanted to share with the audience, uh, you're going to be hearing something more and more about something called SPIONS. It's an acronym, S-P-I-O-N-S. And it stands for Supramagnetic Iron Oxide Nanoparticles. Where they're putting this magnetic field technology is in and around the lipid nanoparticle envelope that we've also talked about to get this mRNA into your cells. Why do they need to do that? Because the mRNA is so delicate, uh, so easily degraded. It's another reason why it has to be stored. If you know the Pfizer shot material has to be stored at, at least 70 degrees Fahrenheit below zero. Uh, so let me share something else with your audience. There's a company on the Internet, and, and one of many, by the way, I've been doing all my digging. It's called Chemicel. It's in Berlin, Germany. They advertise, Stu, uh, all kinds of products. There are hundreds of components that you can use to create these magnetic fields around your molecule, right? You can buy it in 200 microgram vials. They're called, it's called polymag. And I want to share with your audience the disclaimer on Chemicel's website in case you want to buy a little bit of these magnetic fields and attach them to mRNA before you stick them into the human race. And I quote the company, the magnofection reagents and all of its components are developed, designed, intended, and sold for research use only. And here's the frightening part, Stu. They are not to be used for human diagnostic or any drug intended for humans. And this is in these so-called vaccines. This is These components are what they use, Pfizer and Moderna at least, used in their injections, in these vials. This is why people, you have to get an informed consent. You must be given the ingredients of anything going into your body. And last but not least, just wait. We're learning more every day, Stu. All right. So you, you just made a, a, a very serious and damning allegation on this program. You just said that this substance uh, was intentionally added to create the substance that's creating this magnetism. How can you substantiate that there was intent? Well, it doesn't occur naturally. It had to be added to uh, the lipid nanoparticle. It's the component. We've also 
heard many experts in, in addition to myself talk about the polyethylene glycol portion of the lipid nanoparticle that makes it, you know, a little more fat phyllic or fat, you know, uh, affinity for fat, which normally would just slip it through cell membranes that are very protective. In other words, if you have a water-based membrane, it, it, most a lot of other things can get through but there are places in the body that 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 god in nature never wanted any foreign material to get into and by magnetizing these lipid nanoparticles with these chemicals you are creating a super delivery system a forced delivery system into parts of the body that 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 are not supposed to be and that's why i've been saying for weeks this this material that is injected into your body from these mrna vaccine shots is going to every part of your body every cell in your body and while you may not have had an initial reaction that was any of any concern you are headed for disaster please do not if you've gotten one do not get a second one if you've gotten the two shot deal do not get any boosters this is going to get worse and worse and worse and very soon Stu. unbelievable and they're trying to push this onto our kids uh 12 to 17 we exposed the pfizer findings that they tried to hide they kept very quiet 86 percent of children that participated in the pfizer trial experienced adverse reactions negative side effects so is this what explains how Brittany Galvin, for example, was able to move away from the injection site itself and then begin sticking metal objects on, say, her cheek and her forehead? Is that what this is? I mean, it's, it's traveling through her system. It's essentially supercharging this shot, this jab, whatever substance is in here, into traveling quickly and infecting, if you will, every single cell in your body. Well, it seems to be a fair enough scientific assumption at this point, because it who's ever heard of human beings in general, in, in good health, uh, having a magnetic force that uh, attracts and holds metal objects to their body, first of all. Secondly, the fact that uh, she was initially sticking these metal objects. If you if you look at the chronology of her videos, she was originally sticking them only around the injection site. I believe it was on her left arm. And then subsequently, she did a video showing that she could get something to stick on her right arm. Uh, and then after that, the video that that you know you featured in in your interview with her was where she was sticking them onto her forehead. This implies to me that there is a generalization of this material throughout the body. Now I don't know what the extent of the toxicity of these magnetic fields, it's never been used in human. And as this company in Germany is saying, it should not be used in humans. So, Stu, this is just a crime against humanity of epic proportions. And we're not done. We're not done talking about it. We're not done seeing the devastation. Okay, so I want to address the fact checkers, okay? And since I have you here, and I know that you're busy and you have a limited amount of time, but since I have you here, I'm looking at something from the CDC itself. Uh, It says, can receiving a COVID-19 vaccine cause you to be magnetic? In all bold, no. Receiving a COVID-19 vaccine will not make you magnetic, including at the site of vaccination, which is usually your arm. COVID-19 vaccines do not contain ingredients that can produce an electromagnetic field at the site of your injection. Uh, So let me just ask you flat out, are they just lying? Yes, they're lying. And Stu, you know why? Good, somebody said it. They also say that these uh, vaccines uh, are safe and effective, which is an FDA legal term that can only be used after providing certain levels of data that these companies have not provided. 
They've lied about the numbers. They're throttling uh, the VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System numbers every single day. We've got countless numbers of analysts sending us materials every day showing how they're manipulating those numbers. I mean, I could go on and on uh, about how many lies are listed on the CDC website. And don't forget, the CDC is a is a is basically a, a vaccine patent company. They hold over 58 patents for vaccines that are coming down the pike. So you can choose to believe them, but I've provided, uh, to me, uh, the past is prologue. And if they've lied, you know, all the way up till now, why would we believe them on the magnification Amen. issue, the magnetic, the magnetofection? Anyone can look up magnetofection, uh, look at it on uh, pubmed.gov. That's the government's website for peer-reviewed scientific journals. And you can look at the preclinical research and see what they've done and that it is real and that uh, when they've used it in animals, they've had very, very negative negative results. And they've said, please proceed cautiously if research advances toward human research. She impresses me so much every day also with her uh, diligence in getting back to everybody. I I don't know how you find the time, her uh, private and encrypted secure Proton email, Ruby at protonmail.com. You can also find more on her at drjaneruby.com. Dr. Ruby, thank you so much for being here. And uh, that's on the uh, Stu Peters show. And he's, he's got some good information from what I've seen, uh, the stuff over there at his site as well. And I think it's called Red Video, redvideomedia.com, something like that. Um, anyway, there's a shout-out to Stu. <laughs> I haven't even talked with him, but it, uh, it was a good guest. And, and when I heard her, I said, okay, so I reached over there. Of course, she hadn't got back to me yet, and that just may be me. But uh, she's probably inundated with stuff as well. In any case, what you see her saying is this is in... The scientific papers that they're putting out at PubMed. Ah. Uh, did I, I wonder if the Washington Post got that. I, I wonder if uh, old Tyler Buchanan over at the Ohio Journal, whatever it is, I wonder if he got that. I don't think they got the message. They just go, <laughs> there's Dr. Tenpenny going off at... She's just off the rails. She's lying. Oh, we didn't look at those papers that talked about magnetic fields being generated with the very substances they're put in at least the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Jack injections, excuse me. Well, there it is. Red Voice Media, thank you very much. Um... Appy Rider, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, he put a link in over at the DLive uh, channel, and uh, it's called Red Voice Media. I'm so, I apologize for that. I thought it was Red Video. I don't know why I thought that. But anyway, thank you for that. RedVoiceMedia.com. That's where you can find that. You can also find it on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com where I embedded his video. Uh, in any case, okay, so we've dealt with some of these things here. Keep in mind, okay, on a couple of things, and I'm going to try to end I may go over a little bit. Okay, it won't be long. I promise it won't be long. It'll just be to play this last part of this video with Catherine Austin Fitz to tie up what's going on here. But I wanted you to know that your government is so compassionate and gracious and charitable with your money, with your money, that it unlawfully is spending more on vaccine hesitancy ads while the VAERS death reports surpass 5,000. And they're going to surpass it. Uh, of course, this was probably 
Uh, this is Matt Agarist at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. But here it is. Look, more than $9 billion of your tax dollars were given to vaccine companies for research and $22 billion of your tax dollars were then used to support vaccine distribution. That's $31 billion spent unconstitutionally by fascists, and yes, it was given by the Trump administration, to other fascists in Big Pharma, without your consent, without your authority, without your approval. And then the feds went right behind that with another $10 billion to expand access and currently announced $3 billion more to spend on an ad campaign to combat vaccine hesitancy. I got a question for you. Since when is the government authorized to engage in propaganda? Now, I know, I know, I, I, I got it. That the the particular act um, was the Smith Munt Act being repealed. I get that. I get that they say they can do it. They've quote unquote legalized it. Watch out when you hear people talk about legalizing something or making it legal. They use that. I've noticed they use that to push something that is unlawful and call it legal. I've noticed they do that. And you know how socialists manipulate the language. We've talked about this over and over again as well. In Matt's article, he says, The U.S. government spent over $130 for every man, woman, and child in America to push the COVID jabs. And yet, nearly half the country still refuses to get it. Why is that? Maybe it's because some of us are doing our jobs and some of these doctors are doing their jobs by telling the truth. Maybe it's because people are actually looking at some things for themselves. The, script, the scripture is very clear when it comes to not knowing God's law. Hosea says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And I got to tell you, generations ago, Americans were much smarter. I, I, I'm not the brightest bulb in the room. I know that. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, all those things. And people 100, 200 years ago were probably a lot smarter than me. And a lot smarter than most people living today. And yet we're technologically advanced. We've got smartphones, but they make us stupid. We've got smart this and that, but they make us stupid. Because we're relying on them to, have to put that in, in their microchips or whatever instead of in our brains and understand. So here it is. <clears throat> While all this is going on, the feds are working against you to propagandize you to take a death shot. That's what it is. That's what it is. By the way, it's even worse over in the, e the EU. Their system, the UDRA Vigilance, 
This is coming from Health Impact News, June 7th, 2020. 13,867 dead. And, oh, I mean, man, 1.3 million people injured in European database of adverse drug reactions for COVID-19 shots. This is, this is just four or five months in, guys. I, I got a question. Why doesn't uh, the Washington Post pick this up? Why, why don't they pick that story up? Uh, why doesn't Tyler Buchanan pick that story up? Why doesn't the mainstream media pick those stories up? In fact, why are they working to suppress them? That's a better question. Why is social media working to suppress that information? You see, I'm fine with it. I've had people challenge all kinds of things. Look, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on TV. Haven't spent a night in Holiday Inn Express. But I can follow the reason that comes through things. I I mean, I I can follow that. Why don't they want to have their narrative challenged. Their narrative is crap. I mean, it's just, let's just say what it is. You want a biblical word? It's dung, okay? That's what's going on. So when Tenpenny theorized about this interface with 5G, what was she actually getting at? Well, Catherine Austin Fitz, who used to head HUD, now from what I understand, she is in, I think she lives in Amsterdam now, I think. And we're looking to bring her on the show. We're waiting for her next report to come out. And then I was told once the report comes out, they're going to give me a copy of it. I'm going to go through it and then bring her on the show to talk about whatever's in that report. So we're going to see if we can bring Catherine Austin Fitz on. And that's probably going to be another month or so at least uh, before we get that report. In any case, I want to play you like about the last 10 minutes of her interview. Now, we've only got about five minutes for the show so if you've already heard it, you probably don't need to hear it, but if you want to hear the the, the full uh, last 10 minutes here of this interview, it's very important. Uh, you can jump over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Um, you'll need the desktop version so you can get the right side of the page. Click on the video. Or you can go to Rumble and look up Sons of Liberty Radio Live, Sons of Liberty Radio Live, and jump on the one that's live there, and you can finish up the show with us. This is going to be Catherine Austin Fitz. I'll only break uh, with the last few seconds just to cut off on radio, and then we'll resume it immediately after we close out with Red State Talk Radio. Um, here's Catherine Austin Fitz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially in poor neighborhoods. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, she's, been, she's been talking about okay, the so, rioting. Uh, do you want me to continue with this? So we have... We have the Mr. Global at the top. We have the database and software systems using artificial intelligence. Uh, A very important part of this now is the satellite system that's being put up in the orbital platform. And using telecommunications and digital technology, you have the ability 24-7 to track and monitor both your humans and your robots. And the question for Mr. Global is, what's more efficient? If I can do everything with robots, then what do I do with the humans? I don't need them anymore. So are we seeing build a kind of human farming or something? So they would describe it as resource management. And if you look at the technocracy and the writing about technocracy, so many of us describe we're moving from a, you know, whatever systems we use now to a technocracy, in a technocracy, they 
they view, you have two different visions of the world. My vision of the world is that humans are sovereign individuals whose freedom comes by divine authority. That is what the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution all revolve around. The image of a, of a sovereign individual as, as someone um, who is free by divine authority. In the vision of technocracy, a human is a natural resource like a oil deposit and to be used as such. So they're not a sovereign individual, they're labor, and they are either more efficient or less efficient than a robot at different functions. In other words, what I'm saying is Mr. Global views the human race like livestock, not someone with which they share empathy and you know, they don't view us as the same species as them. And in fact, with a lot of the biotechnology, they figure they're going to live much longer lives than we do and live very differently than we do. So there's been a real, one of the, one of the challenges with the secrecy as one group becomes more and more technologically advanced, they separate culturally legally, financially, from all the other groups. In other words, they have literally broken away and created a separate civilization. They don't think of themselves as part of our civilization anymore. And who is they? Well, that's the great mystery, and that's why I call this group Mr. Global. And I, you know, my personal experiences with many different people in that group and factions, but ultimately, I can't tell you who really controls. What I will tell you is the planet is run by force. And so ultimately the question is who is the, who is the most powerful gun? And that comes down to space. Who has the most powerful space presence, space weapons, as well as who controls the sea lanes? So traditionally control behind the reserve currency came from control of the sea lanes. But then as we've moved into space, it's, it's now become control of both the sea lanes and the satellite lanes. And the question is, who controls what and who has what weapons? One of the reasons you've seen a very interesting discussion in the United States for the last two years is Trump has been very verbal about space force and what is possible in space, and he'll make these allusions to our magical weapons in space, at which point the generals look at him very disapproving, like, don't talk about that. So the answer is, we don't know. We don't know. What we do know is part of the competition right now between China and America is that the player who has the most dominant position in space has the power to control the whole planet. So, so the Chinese have a, um, a system called the social credit system and they're very much tying their financial transactions and different abilities to travel and do other things to your behavior. And, um, uh, you know, we've seen different TV shows talk about these kinds of systems. But you're talking. Okay, uh, got to close out the show here. We'll come back here and finish this out, and I'll, I'll tell you how that ties in, and we'll close out. Don't forget, Bradley, 3 p.m. Eastern, sonslibertymedia.com. We'll see you in the morning with Carrie Rivera, 6 a.m. Adios. Okay, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And uh, again, just uh, sonsoflibertymedia.com. That's where you can find us. Scrolling on the right, 
we're going live right there. And uh, this is the remainder. There's just a few minutes, five or six minutes of Catherine Austin Fitz. And what she's doing is she's putting in place. She said that people are not seeing the big picture. They see vaccines over here and they see uh, great reset over here and they see a cashless society over here and they see um, global government over here and, and they don't know how all of them are fitting together. And this is what she's doing. She's bringing them together so that she, so that you can see a bigger picture of what's being done. It's this compartmentalization. They're keeping some people in the dark about what they're doing over here. They're not letting the right hand know what the left hand's doing. That's kind of what she's explaining back to Catherine Austin Fitz. About a world where, and we see it in China, where um, most people are under 24-7 surveillance and then they're financial incentives and their financial powers relate to how well behaved they are and i would describe it essentially as a as a slavery system because there's no personal freedom so to a certain extent what technocracy will do is move us to a similar kind of system as the chinese social credit system where if you misbehave you can be punished right so so you know you so, so in theory, you have to get a certain kind of job to make a certain kind of money. Uh, in the current system, in the new system, you have to uh, work for a certain kind of company and achieve a certain kind of prominence to be allowed to, to move more than 10 miles from your home or to be allowed to fly. So there'll be a pecking order that relates to your freedoms to either travel or roam um, or how much sort of access you have to resources, so how much money you can make. But remember, you're, you're going into a system where if they believe they can automate everything with robotic software and AI, it's going to be that much harder for you to share in the benefits and the wealth of the system because the, the central group can extract so much more. In other words, they have a one-way mirror. They can see everything you do. You can't even see who they are. Yeah. Okay. What's very important to understand about what is happening is that the majority of people have been... If, if we're talking about a transhumanist system or, you know, in short, a slavery system... Most of us have been supporting it and financing it and building it. So when I look at all the big pharma executives, why are they building a system where their own children or grandchildren will be slaves? Why are the central banks doing it? Why did they think, you know, there, there's a theory in America for many years among the sort of money classes that if I make enough money, I can get a waiver, I can get out of it. I can eat organic food, not eat the GMOs, and my grandkids, you know, won't have to take vaccines. But if you look at who's implementing all these different activities, you know, we're building our own slavery system, and that means we have the power to stop. In other words, we don't have to finance the companies that are doing this. We don't have to work for the companies that are doing this. And in fact, we don't even have to pay our taxes because the government is breaking all the laws related to financial management. We have the ability to hold them accountable. So we're building the prison and we're financing the prison and that gives us the power to stop. And that's why it's so important that we see where the system is going.
there will be no exceptions. So what is the solution? Solution is number one, bring transparency to what's happening, understand where the system is going, and then stop building it. You know, if, if you work for Big Pharma and you're building this, stop. You know, go find something else to do, like build local fresh food systems so you will have food. Um, you know, so stop financing it. Um, begin the conversation of where this is going and more importantly, where we want to go. Because we're going to have to rebuild the economy bottom up if we don't want to be highly centralized. So this comes down to, you know, I call it coming clean. Once upon a time, I was in Washington. I was writing a check on my J.P. Morgan Chase private banking account. And in the meantime, I was engaged in 12 different tracks of litigation, litigating with the people who were trying to engineer the housing bubble. I was trying to stop the housing bubble from happening. And I was writing a check on my J.P. Morgan Chase personal banking account. I realized... Why am I banking at the bank that's doing this criminality, that's destroying communities, that's doing predatory lending? And I said, you know, I need to come clean. I need to stop banking there. So, you know, if tomorrow everybody woke up in America and stopped banking at J.P. Morgan Chase and said, you know something, y'all are criminals. We want nothing to do with you. We're out. Amen. I went to a local credit union or community bank. It would be a revolution. It would be a, a, a total revolution. If 20 women turned to big farm executives and said, you know something, you're disgusting, no sex, bye, out the door, be a revolution. So we have the power to change this, but we're all going to have to come clean because almost all of us are complicit in implementing this. It's not them, it's us. The solution is for every one of us to come clean. You're either for the transhumanist slavery system or you're for, for a human system. But if you're for a human system, then you're going to have to find a way to make money you know, and, 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 and engage socially in a human system and stop building a, a transhuman system. Well, the first thing you have to see is you have to get a good map. In other words, you can't navigate this unless you can see the transhumanist system that is being built and who's building it. But if you're involved with, so let's go back to the pillars, okay? Don't help the military build Operation Warp Speed, okay? Don't help the tech guys figure out how to inject nanoparticles into your body and hook them up to the cloud. Don't help Big Pharma, you know, make, make injections which are poisoning American children to death. Don't help big ag make grow GMO food that is poisoning America to death. Don't help the government institute corrupt, you know, sort of health crisis regulations that are really disaster capitalism and making the private equity guys and the billionaires rich, and on and on and on. But if you, if you, you know, I'll just be blunt. Get the state of our currencies and read it, and you'll know who's doing this. I mean, it's pretty obvious who's doing this. Okay. All right. That's Catherine Austin Fitz. And uh, again, that'll be linked up later in the, uh, in the show. And uh, let me turn off my fans here. I was just running. It was getting the computer's getting a little hot here, 
But <clears throat> what she does just prior to that, I was trying to find it as we were doing the show. So you can go back and you can watch the whole thing. The whole thing is about 48 minutes. But right before that, she kind of ties all the stuff in together, including the injections with 5G and with banking and with the social credit score. In fact, I had an interview with, um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Michael Rechtenwald. We were going to bring him on Sons of Liberty. It was when the show was set, when I was doing the morning show, it was called Setting Brush Fires. And um, the, uh, let's see if I can bring this up. Because, yeah, he had a a book that came out called Google Archipelago. (laughs) The Digital Gulag and the Simulation of Freedom. And what we did was we talked about the idea, the social credit score that was coming out of China that they're trying, that Google's been trying to implement uh, a, a part way here in the states, along with others, and gun confiscation. And I'll have that link up so you can listen to that because that's very informative as to what this has, how this pl- plays out as well. And uh, <clears throat> so it's some some good information there. I'm going to have that in the archives later this morning. But guys, listen, the media has just in this last day I showed you what they've done with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Many of you have not seen what they've done with Dr. Kerry Madej. I mean, <clears throat> we got all kinds of people they're bringing in to try to debunk them, to shut them down. And it's interesting. The Mockingbird media <clears throat> will put the microphone up to those people. But that same Mockingbird media won't put the microphone up to Dr. Madej. And I don't know if the Mockingbird Media has come to Dr. Tenpenny and and, uh, interviewed her. I know over in the UK, Kate was sending me something the other day saying that, you know, just she's back in the media again and they're just trying to attack, attack, attack. And she's just bold as a lion, not changing the stance and continuing to go ahead and move ahead. Why? Because there's a lot at stake. Our freedom our children's freedom, and the future of humanity at large is at stake. And let me tell you why. Because of lies. Because of lies. Just out and outright lies. I'm not even talking about a lie you may pass on that somebody told you that thought it was the truth and you thought it was the truth and pass it on. We're talking about people that know what they're doing and they're doing it and they're telling you something different all along the way. That's what's doing it. Jesus says you'll know the truth and I think he's referring to himself because he said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And I think Jesus said you'll know the truth And the truth is what sets you free. Let me give you just a little anecdote here as I close out. My son was going for a permit test. He's had some little little bit of trouble with that. And uh, he says, I don't feel very confident, Dad. And I go, you know what? Here's what I've learned. People are confident about what they've given themselves to. Do you know why people don't go around and give the gospel to other people? Because they're not confident about it. They don't know it themselves. Oh, I can't answer a question. I can't do this. I can't. You haven't given yourself to it. Because I'll guarantee you this. You go and ask those same people, 
about a movie they watch, and they can talk to you for an hour about it. You go ask them about their kids or their grandkids, and they can talk to you for hours about it. You ask them about their job, and they can talk to you for hours. Why? Because they're confident about it. They know it. You ask them about the Word of God, and it's nothing. You ask them about the state of affairs today, and they're either parroting the narrative that they're getting off the media, or they're parroting the narrative from whatever party they're affiliated with. But they don't know themselves. Half the time, they don't know. And the same thing is true with any of this stuff, whether it's the injections, whether it is the banking system, whether it's a cashless society, whether it's a social credit score thing, whether it is the Constitution, the Bible, whatever, pick your thing. If you're not confident in about talking about it, it's because you don't know it. And I don't say that to slap you. I say it as an encouragement. Go know it. If you don't know it, what good is it? What good is it to you? So I want to encourage people to get in your Bibles. Know what God has said. And um, I think that will give you the filter. I've often said uh, in, in raising our own children, the Bible becomes the filter by which we discern everything else. And the more we know of it, the better discerners we are of what's going on around us and what's happening. So with that said, I'm going to leave you with that. Catch Bradley, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll see you at 6 a.m. with Curie Rivera tomorrow. See ya.